0: Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blading Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, United by a single passion, blading. Episode 19, Bobby Spasso. Mm, maybe next Winter Clash. Luckily, we were able to do it this year. I'm glad that like all of this, uh, this thing happened after the Winter Clash. <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, the party boy, huh? Yeah, he was. He, he definitely was there. Were you? Yeah, you were there, right, Felix? You came here by car with uh you came there by car. Uh <laughs> true. Uh, um, what was saying? Uh you came by car with Nake at the Winter Clash this year. Yeah, yeah, you definitely met him, uh, John. Hmm. Yo, let's get this thing started. Um let's see if Bobby is still around. He should be. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, and now he like was trying to, having like a good time. Oh, yeah. with Bobby. Let's see what's going on in Tel Aviv.
1: Yo, what's up? It was good, bro. <laughs> good to see you, brother. <laughs> yeah, you too. Wait, let me put this up a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me good?
0: Yeah, I hear you perfectly, dog. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad to right. see you. I'm glad to see you, yeah, man. You too. So, how was filming? I, I, you told me you went filming earlier. Did you? Did you get what you wanted to do? To do?
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of sketchy, actually, because, uh, yeah, because this whole, uh, you know, lockdown and stuff. So. I just went, just me and my girlfriend, and uh, I mean, if it's iPhone and Instagram stuff, she can handle this. But uh, with the camera, or fisheye, you know, it's a little bit harder. Like you need, you need time, you need experience. You know, it's not like, sure. yeah, it's not so quick. So, I mean, we tried, we got the clip, it's something to work with, but um, yeah, too many. Too many like uh, me watching the clips and kind of like mm, maybe if this was like this if i did that if she did that whatever it is what it is we got it i'm happy overall but you know not the easiest
0: yeah true it's like th- that feeling that like um it's not even the the guys fault. i mean like the, it's cool to have like somebody who's coming with you to, to film and stuff like that but sometimes you're more concerned about like how the way the other person is filming instead of the,
1: like con- and, like con- concentrating yourself on the tricks, right? Exactly, and skating like a rail. Uh, it was like a, a 11, 11 uh, stairs handrail, like pretty steep one. And then another little rail kind of for finishing, like it's a little line between them. And like, I didn't feel so comfortable with the trick. I needed some time to kind of get the trick done. And then, kind of every moment in between, I had to focus on what she did and how she felt. if she, so, it was like in and out and in and out of like uh, you know the com like the zone, you know. And true, yeah, it was uh, disturbing. Also, you want to skate rail with at least another guy, you know. You don't want to you don't want to smash yourself on a rail by yourself. <laughs> true, so, like, true that. I mean, it worked, but definitely it wasn't it wasn't easy you know it wasn't like a nice easy quick trick it was a bit frustrating but yeah it is what it is
0: no but it's cool that like um your girlfriend came with you and like uh she started filming you and stuff like that it's it's pretty it's pretty cool i do love like see you guys like going around to the skate park doing all Mm -hmm. this content and like uh Uh, she'll film you, you film her, and that's pretty, that's pretty nice, that's pretty
1: awesome to see that back. it's it's super cool, I feel like uh, it's like a dream a little bit, you know, you can just like, I mean, and it's like, okay, for me, like, Instagram is my job, right, this is what I, this is what I live off right now, so I need to do it anyhow, and sometimes to do it, you need to push the people around you, you know, like, even, uh, even like my ex girlfriend, couple of years back, she was not skating, but I still kind of asked her to film me every now and then, you know. But now it has so much more flow and it's so much easier because both of the parties they want to be involved in it, you know. So yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. It's good stuff. I enjoy this time. Mm. No, it's you. You can tell from the videos.
0: You can tell it. You guys are enjoying yourself. So. That's, mm. that's the main thing, and that's pretty. That's pretty important. Maybe, maybe who knows? Like maybe with a little bit of practice and stuff like that, she will be able to handle easily as like she's handling those iPhone clips, the the camera ones. So
1: I'm sure, but but I don't. I I, I mean I know from my own experience, it took me like I don't know, like maybe two years to really master a camera, but maybe six months to kind of be able to produce clips that like kind of makes sense but not really that I know know what I'm mm-hmm. doing and with the iPhone it's so much easier but uh, yeah for sure you got to start somewhere and I mean we we filmed it without the fisheye which worked but we tried with the fisheye because this is a line in between two rails you know it's ask for a fisheye and I was like okay let's try and I was explaining and doing tests and like okay you know but it didn't. At some point, I was like getting really frustrated, and she was like, oh, "I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I don't know what I'm doing." And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." Fuck it. true, uh, it. it is. No, no, I got, I, I got the feeling, and uh, I mean,
0: just like you were saying, it's not even like a, a fault of the 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 people who's coming with you, and like they're in, gentle and kind enough to to help you out the field to film. It's it's. Um, that there must be like some of those uh mix in between, right? Yeah. And so like uh with that being said, are you guys able to, to go around in Tel Aviv or like uh there are like restrictions from the police, from the government because of this coronavirus situation?
1: There is a restrictions right now. I think tomorrow they they go for a full total lockdown. Um It was like every week it became more, you know. At first it was stay away two meters. Then, I don't know, some different bullshit. And now it's like you only can go out for shopping or um, like for groceries or uh, 100 meters from your house. So this worked for me because I put the P-rail like literally 50 meters from the house, you know, so... And and this is no problem. But I think from tomorrow is a total lockdown for a couple of days. I'm not sure. <coughs> we'll see.
0: Mm. True, true. It's almost the same thing here. Like you're able to, like you're not able to leave your house besides like uh, um, like urgent stuff, like going to the grocery or like going to the, the pharmacy because like all the other stores are, are pretty pretty much closed and like you're able to do like sports but like you have like a, a range of like 200 meters all around your house and uh, and so yeah like I, luckily I got like a, a garage where I'm putting my p-rail in my box so I'm, uh, I'm mm-hmm. lucky enough you know to to put it on there and like but most of my other friends for example Gabriel or The other guys, back and stuff like that. They're they're they aren't able because they don't have like a garage or like a place, you know, to Mm -hmm. to do activities in front of their house. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's pretty yeah, it's it's pretty And I I think yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it's okay. You can go. I
0: mean, like it's getting all like everywhere the the, the same situation. Like we started earlier, like the than the rest of the um, the world, but like I'm. From what I'm seeing, like everybody is reaching out the point that we are right now, just like you yeah. said right now.
1: But for how long do you have this point of only two hundred meters?
0: Uh, oh, like two weeks, kind two of. Two weeks. Yeah, okay. it has been like that since we because it started like the eighth of March, so like a month ago, within like the, the the quarantine. But like the very first week, like nobody really listened to the to the to the government and to what the news were saying. But then like when we saw all the numbers increasing, like after, I remember like first six, five, six days, nobody like, people were like still around and stuff like that. And then after that, like when we saw like 300, 400, 500 deaths per day, we were like, man. yeah. I was the very first who was saying, ah man, that's bullshit. That's some uh, some stuff in China. It will never affect us, fuck that. Mm-hmm. But then like when I saw it like coming here, with that full force and like how quickly it spreads, man. Like, I wouldn't say that I was was scared, but like I was worried about my parents because my parents, they are like sitting in their 60s. So, you know.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way for sure. For us, it shouldn't be that dangerous, but uh, for sure for the family and I mean, just in general, like whatever, you know, like, I don't feel, I don't feel like this situation is that bad for me because because of the PRL situation I just take it out and I get to skate every day. I catch a little bit of sun and then you know, just staying home, cooking, doing all the stuff. I mean, it's it's a little bit annoying. You wanna you wanna do other stuff, but I wouldn't say that for now it's too crazy for the way I experience it, you know, like I mean whatever. If this is what needs to be done for it to go away and be more safe, then whatever, you know, we do it. True, true, yeah, exactly.
0: This is like, and like the more uh, we are following these rules, the faster and like the the easier will be to get rid of it so we can go easily like out of this situation. So, yeah, there's nothing much we can do.
1: Yeah, I mean, with this stuff, I feel like I don't know enough. I don't know enough about this stuff. And sometimes like, you know, you just say like, you know, fuck it. If this is what will help then let's just do it you know true i mean today i went to film maybe 200 meters from the house so I <laughs> know you, know. you were safe <laughs> yeah still i mean for us it's not exactly safe they said 100 meters but still like um, for sure i wouldn't go too far i wouldn't go with the buses i just stay around the area of my house and Yeah, I mean, it's scary. It's scary. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's all one big propaganda. I fuck knows, you know, but whatever. Two weeks, one month, we can do it. You know, it's not such a big deal. And it's also kind of interesting experience, I feel like, for for me, you know, or just for everybody, you know, like just something a little bit different, staying more home, staying close to the ones like you love and just, uh, I don't know, just be home a little bit because every day is like going out skating for for so many hours going to my girlfriend, staying there, staying with friends, traveling around. So my life is like kind of like I like it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I like it that it's so packed with like just going out every day for so many hours and but now it's like staying home and doing, I don't know, first thing we did is like clean the whole house. So like, <laughs> there's something about it, you know? There's something that, that I'm not used to that is kind of cool and kind of interesting. And for now, because I do get the chance to go and catch a couple of hours on the P-Rail, I'm feeling like, that's fine. I mean, I don't want to sound like I would like to, it to be for, you know, for my whole life but as for now i don't feel it like so hard it's it's just cool different different times and just adapt and just do what you need to do and whatever you know
0: yeah true like at the end of the day it will be like an experience and like it will be like something that you can learn out of it and like you can you can tell it one day to your kid yeah man like back yeah. like in 2020 like the whole world world we are like should have to stay at home blah 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 so yeah it could be like a, a pretty cool interesting
1: experience right i've seen i've seen a meme in the internet so they say like uh like you know in, in the history there was all kinds of epidemics like that you know like some flu or before you know some stuff that killed shitloads of people and there was a meme in the internet is like uh this is so cool we are part of like epidemic this time you know So, it's kind of in a positive way, like, you know, like, definitely something to tell for the next generations or whatever, you've been part of it, you did what you had to do. Many people, I mean, whatever, it sounds like some kind of fun right now when I say it. Obviously, it's not a serious matter, but, you know, as far as my perspective goes, I'm like, okay, I do what I need to do and it's different, it's interesting, and I stay home with my girlfriend for many hours, and she's studying uh, from the in school with mm-hmm. the Zoom, and I go to therapy every week, so I do the therapy through Zoom as well, so it's just kinda cool, you know, interesting. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's just adapting.
0: True, true, yeah, definitely. You have also a shout out here for this guy Mark Zio Villabone from Colombia. He says like you're my best roller. So yeah. Oh Shout yeah. Out to you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, yeah, pretty cool. And like um yeah, going back to um, to Israel. Like um, how is right now the bleeding scene uh, out there? Because like from what I've seen and from what I learned, like back in the day, like in 2004 and something, it was like a quite strong strong scene. And right now it looks like it's getting. It's like it's getting even more solid. You know what I mean? Like it, it's pretty look um, tight and like super connected, well connected with with like the rest of the the world and stuff like that. So, what is going on right now in Israel, blading wise?
1: Yeah, shout out, shout out the old school skaters. Eh? I mean, <laughs> I think um, yeah, the scene the scene in Israel was bigger, obviously but it was bigger everywhere everywhere at the time. Yeah. 2004 whatever and there was shredders like real shredders they did some serious bangers back in the day and there was some time i guess 2010 11 12 when it was a little bit more quiet maybe even 13 a uh, couple of years i feel like um at some point uh, i kind of got back into skating and We kind of assembled slowly, we assembled a little crew of people who really likes it and really into it, even though there was not many at the time, but there was still people skating a hundred, 200, whatever. There was always a certain amount of skaters and yeah, we assembled the crew and uh, I was very, I was very um, like, um, how do I say it, like ambitious to kind of get out there. In a certain way, and I, I, the thing is about Israel that is a little bit disconnected from the, or from the scene, and from the market, and like you know, like let's say if you live in Poland, for example, you get hidden skate, and they are fully connected with the whole industry, right? So if you push yourself towards skate, for example, then you can somehow find your way out there, right? And if if you live in the UK, you have a couple of shops there and there is industry there and there's people who are already pros there and people who are already, you know, they already know the business. And in Israel, it was for a long time pretty disconnected in a way, like we couldn't really yeah it was like you you need to force it you need to force your way into the world for them to know who the fuck you are you know what i mean because you can spend your whole life in israel skating and not like not nobody will know you only the scene here you know you can even film videos and everything and nobody will know you especially at the time when it was only radio news there was no social media you know there was no i mean i guess some people can relate like people who is from smaller countries you know i guess in america is a little bit easier for example you know i mean it's hard to be to to be out there from wherever you are you need to work hard there is no You know, there is no two clips, and you're like famous or whatever. But for sure, here it was hard, and I think I, uh, with the help of my friends, I kind of found a way slowly. And I also I went to a lot of competitions, so I was uh, I was like just traveling by myself, or even meeting my dad. Also, there's a motorcycle. Even meeting my dad somewhere in Europe, and I feel like just showing my face in competitions and showing what I got kind of got me a little bit of friendships and some Mm -hmm. friends, and I got to know a couple of people here and there, a couple, you know, a couple of Facebook friends, a couple of people that will share your stuff. It was still very small, but it was something, and slowly when I started getting some attention and some sponsors and starting to see the big picture you know it was like it was uh it was a game changer for the whole scene in Israel because now in a way there is nobody who skates who doesn't know there is a scene in Israel who doesn't know there is good skaters who doesn't know it's alive and exists you know but we just needed that channel you know we needed that channel to open that channel somewhere now I was, I was, I guess, I was the guy to open that channel, but I definitely didn't do it by myself, you know, without my friends, without their push, without their filming, without, you know, I didn't know how to film, I didn't know how to edit. Uh, Anton is in the chat, Anton, shout out Anton. He was filming me in 2012 for clips, maybe the, some of my first clips when I came back to skating. And all of this stuff I learned with my homies, you know, it's not like, it's not something you can do by yourself. And yeah, I mean, now the channel is open and now it's a bit different for you. Maybe right now you feel like, oh, of course I know all the guys in Israel, but for a couple of years, it wasn't, of course, at all. You know what I mean? It was something that was very hard to reach. hmm and- like just a quick story. Like I, I did like a couple of edits uh before, like 2012, 2014, to 2012. Just uh, some some videos that didn't even reach Roller News. You know, like just just to understand, I couldn't even get myself to be featured in Roller News. Right, and they 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 didn't put it. We sent it. They didn't put it. My friend Omri tried to send some clips to Razors back in the day to get some sponsors and they didn't reply, you know? So it was like that. Like, probably I wasn't good enough. I get it. But how how do you, how do you cross over? You know, that was the question. True. How do you make it? How do you make people to notice you? Like, I was never planning to be a pro, honestly. I was just planning, like, I think this is what most people want when they skate. They want to be notice they want to be appreciated you know that they they don't necessarily want to be the best you know some people want to be the best but this is different mentality i still don't want to be the best and i still i don't think i can be the best i don't think this is me you know i see brosco i'm not there sorry he can be the best you know (laughs) but but i can be whatever i can be you know and 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 it's something and it works and you know i get paid you know so it, it, and I and I got like the attention and the appreciation that I wanted to, you know, even more than I could ever dreamed of, realistically. But for sure, my goal was always to be out there. And now that I'm out there and I have such a big platform, and I can also show my friends with that mm-hmm. platform. I and mean, this is why this is why there is XCV. Besides being friends, it's also like just you know like hey guys i get the channel so let's let's put you guys on the channel as well especially for new people who coming because like i can say that for example some of my friends they don't want to be anything they just want to skate kind of like i'm kind of like i'm pushing them to be known and shown, but there for them they, it doesn't matter. We go street skating, we go filming. You know, it's not that important for them. But for the new guys that will come, this is why I try to have an open channel to the big world where they can just show themselves and prove themselves. And maybe if one of them want to be a pro, it will be a little bit easier. You know. True. And yeah, that's that's. That's part of the goal, you know. Like, you, you, yeah, you you go on top, but if you, if you don't stay with your friends and your homies, like, you can be alone in there, you know.
0: True, definitely. This is,
1: this is not why I'm skating, right? Why am I skating? I'm, if I'm looking 2011, 2012, 2013, 2015, 16, all my sessions were involving my friends and they were the reason to go out and skate in a way you know it's a very friendly sport you know and uh, i mean right now i do it by myself sometimes because i'm so deep into it but i don't want to be alone in there you know what i mean true true no it's definitely deep what you were saying just like um
0: what anton is saying it's like it's a pretty cool message and like uh uh it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to see like how inspiring you could be for the next generation with within like saying those type of message because that's like how in my opinion a pro skater should be you know like somebody was able to inspire younger generation and including everybody in like uh, into the, the scene like into like um, the the moment you know just like you're saying i remember the struggle that like um, avi or yair had back in the day to get, like, at least a little bit recognized. So what you have done, like, doing those those last three, four years, it's, like, really really outstanding in a way because it's, like, I remember they were, like, struggling every time to get, like, just a little bit of recognition. And you to come up right now with the, with Roses and get the pro model and stuff like that, it's it's pretty rewarding, and it's pretty cool to see the messages that you are saying, like, that you are not doing it only for yourself, but you're also doing Plus. it for for your... For your homies and like for the world scene in, in Israel, that's pretty that's pretty cool. What? Because thinking of you, like with you, like everybody know that like in Israel there's like a pretty cool scene and like um, there's like a lot of uh, talented skater and stuff like that. So thumbs and
1: up. and people come here and you know Nils was here. There was there was I mean a lot of big names was here and. You know, all of this stuff that didn't happen for so many years. I'm not saying it didn't happen at all, because in 90s, fucking I don't know what aro was here, you know. So there was a couple of ways of Israel being out there. But I think now it's the strongest wave. And and I feel like this is something that I want to push. I know that one thing I know is that I struggled a lot in a sense that I needed to to pay my own flights to go around the world, sometimes by myself, literally by myself, to places I don't know, and talk to people I don't know, and I had shit English, and I had to go through that just to get some recognition, and being in this position I am right now with the platform I have, I think it's senseless for a kid coming up to have to go through that, even though right now the game is a little bit changed, With Instagram and everything, true, it's a bit different. When I started thinking about this stuff, there was no Instagram yet, so it was still. I felt like it's a very, uh, you know, good cause. Right now, it's possible even without me because it's uh, you can be featured via Instagram. The all information is 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 easier to you know. Mm -hmm. But definitely, I I just don't see a reason if a talented kid comes up and skates every day and puts himself in Israel, he doesn't need to go and pay shitloads of money just to be shown in competitions around the world, just to be known in any way, you know? We got XCCV, let's put you on, you know? And this is what I try to do, and of course it's 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 not on me it's on them they need to want it they need to ask for it they need to push for it they need to be talented in a certain way they you know but I can give this little little extra platform for it to work easier you know and this is yeah this is part of the cause man that's pretty that's pretty true like that's true and that's pretty cool. So, like,
0: what does it mean to you, like, to get the the promo? The, like, you already asked in a way about this question, but like, uh, uh, what was your feeling when you have received it, and like, when you were planning to do it with the uh, with the with the guys of Roses or Roches, as we used to say here in Italy? Sorry,
1: what was the last last question?
0: Uh, like, the feeling that you have, like, uh, the world production, or like the whole like. Um, uh making of of the scale like and how do you feel it when you receive it in your in your own hands for the very first time
1: i mean i mean it's it's fucking cocaine what can i say you know what i mean like it's it's a high you know it's the biggest it's the biggest of goals in rollerblading you know i mean not to ruin the party but after you get it and and there is a uh you know, it passes a month or two or three and you keep going, you know, and it's not staying the most special, precious feeling forever, you know, and there is new, new objective to conquer and there's new ideas and it doesn't end there. Nothing ends there. One thing I learned in that process is I felt like when I get to that point, or that point, or that point, and these points always keeps on running away from you. You know what I mean? Like, and now when I have the pro skate, I want five pro skates. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it, it doesn't end there, but for sure it was special. It's amazing. I'm I'm happy. I'm humbled. I I don't think I deserve it. You know what I mean? No, nah, like, come on, it, man. I feel like the world kind of gave it to me. Almost as like a, almost like as a, a gift. Like you worked hard, you get it, but but not necessarily as if I'm just the best and I deserve it so much. You know what I mean? Because I don't see that about me. And yeah, designing it, and uh, I mean, I I pretty much had uh, like a free free hand, you know, like almost. My original idea was pink. Everybody knows that I, it's obvious Damn. I wanted I wanted straight up straight up full baby pink skates with white sole plates and white frame. Straight up. They said maybe this is too much, you know <laughs> like like because you know, I mean it's a pretty risky thing like is it gonna sell is it not it's still risky you know i i love it i think it will be super cool but it might be some kind of a niche thing maybe it's something that needs to be done in a different matter like a very limited edition or whatever you know so but um so they said like maybe something else i said all right i'm gonna try and I really, really liked the the Valo EU skate that was mm-hmm. a couple of years back. And I never got to skate it. And I skated all the V13 Valos that came Dang. out. This was the only one I missed. So from that, I was kind of more uh, aiming towards some kind of gray, you know? And eventually I found a gray that looks different so it won't look exactly the same and I kind of shaped it a little bit different, but, you know, overall, this was like my my idea is like, I never skated the grey valos, I thought they looked dope as fuck, I want grey valos, a little different, but I want grey valos for sure. And the pink details kind of, you know, it was obvious, it was some kind of like, okay, you don't give me the pink, but give me some kind of pink, you know what I mean? And they were cool with it straight away and Man, we did it, you know? True. Yeah. Just like Batchesheel's saying, like, um,
0: it would sold out. I do think, like, the whole thing, skate, it could, like, um, it could have been, like, a cool thing because it could, like, hit two different markets, like, the, the, the blades and the bladers. So, I mean, of course, it could have been, like, a little risky. Not really, like, risky, of course. But then, like, in the other hand, you know, you can get, like, a different markets, like, the the, the, the markets of the ladies.
1: So, yeah. But, Right now my skate did hit the market of the ladies, I think so, but also this market is pretty pretty small, you know, when you look worldwide. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I, I admire every girl that skates and goes hard, you know, like, amazing. And I hope there will be more and more and more girls coming in, you know. Fuck, my girlfriend skates, you know, like, who am I to say anything? But in the same time, you cannot right now, as the situation is right now you cannot uh uh you know only only aim towards the girls' market in a sense that it will sell you uh you know enough of a product like you know like a thousand skates you know what I mean like mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. This, you know so um so I had to go something but. I think baby pink is not only for girls by any means, you know, it can work, but I guess it's a little sketchy and I can understand from business side of things with grosses, you know, like they, I mean, there's only much as the risk you can take in this industry right now when it's so limited quantities. And so, you know, like every skate you don't sell means a lot. You know what I mean? True. Yeah,
0: definitely. Could be like a, Losing of cost and like losing of money in a
1: lot of senses, so yeah and there isn't that much money to lose <laughs> anyhow you know when you're playing millions, you know you, 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 you know what I mean I mean every lose in a business is a lose, you don't want to lose if you if you're making millions and you lose half a million is shit, you know, but in the same time, you can take it if we're talking millions, but when we're talking you know. But like,
0: yeah. I wouldn't say coins, like, but like kind of...
1: You know, like we, we, we barely eat, you know, we barely <laughs> eat and losing from that is, is literally losing bread sometimes, you know, so true, like, true. you know, it's not like, oh, I couldn't buy my Ferrari because I took the risk, you know, it's like, I couldn't go to the fucking grocery shop. <laughs> so no, no way, you know, and... I mean, it is what it is and fuck it, you know, I I will still push for a pink skate at some point, but not right now, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it could be like a cool thing. With that being said, like, when did you start skating? Because like earlier you were saying, like you stopped skating for some point, like for some time and then you came back, right? So when did
1: you yeah. start skating? I started skating like like really 98, 97 even. What? 97. I got I got my uh, K2s, like a, um, maybe fatty. it's called, I don't know, like a black and Fetty yellow k
0: They could be like the fatty Pro or if they're black and yellow uh, 98, they might be the 250cc. Fuck Man, bruh.
1: <laughs> I mean. So am I.
0: <laughs> I started skating in 2000, so... <laughs> before, that, all right. before okay. that i don't know oh you see see was a guy who say 250s so yeah there might be the 250s
1: it's possible i don't know and uh yeah so i started skating 98 97 i skated mostly vert and uh skate park wooden skate park it, you know it was the time i mean i don't know if it was the time but it was what i knew you know, because I didn't know any street skating and I didn't feel any attraction into street skating as well. Mm-hmm. I remember somewhere around 2001 or two, uh someone showed me like a street video and I didn't feel it. I didn't get it. You know, I didn't get it. It was almost like a different sport for me. I didn't get what I'm watching, you know, and and yeah i mean i was very childish in my approach i guess i mean i was a child so whatever but you know i didn't i didn't understand the deep deep side of things i was just skating and i was pretty good at it you know and this is all i knew and at some point i mean life got a little bit you know messy and i was like you know i was a uh, I was a furious kid, you know, a lot of anger, a lot of emotions, a lot of problems, and it took me away from skating slowly. Like I said in the podcast, it was also not so cool from the from the people I hang out with, you know, and I didn't feel like, like you know, you, you, you do all of this gangster shit and then you go put your rollerblades in like no fucking way, you know what I mean? And like at some point I just got off completely. I skated for a little bit every half a year for 2005, maybe one time 2006, I'm not, I think five, maybe last time And already 2004, I started fading completely. And yeah, at some point, point uh, two, f- 2011, I just came back to skating, you know.
0: Wow. So it wasn't like a long gap.
1: It was a big gap. Yeah. yeah. It was, a, Yeah it was a big gap and uh, it was painful gap as well. Like looking back to it, talking about being the best, I mean, with this gap, you know what I mean? Like everyone who skates knows that probably the time that he learned most of the tricks and the technique and the rails and whatever was at the age of, you know, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, you know. And after after that, it kind of slowly starts to hurt. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you fall and it starts to hurt. When you're 14, you fall, you get the fuck up, you know, unless you fucking crash, like, super hard. But, yeah, it started to hurt and it started to be different. And, I mean, this gap kind of is... it's something that maybe is, uh, I mean, I'm not feeling sorry for it. This is what I had to go through in life. But for sure, I think I could have been so much more experienced if I skated that time. And if I skated with the right people that time. But, yeah, but like, yeah. who
0: knows that like, uh, uh, within like those years, just because of the struggling that you were telling me before, like after a while you were like getting peace because like you weren't able, just like, with Avi or Yair to get like the, the, the right exposure that you guys deserve, like all oh, those guys deserve. So maybe it was the destiny, like you you had those gap and then like you just came back and slowly you build up your, your own career. And right now, look at you, like you are the very first um, Israeli person to receive a pro model who's influencing not only the people in Israel, but like people all around the world.
1: So, I mean, I mean, you, you're right, one hundred percent. There is no looking back and saying this shouldn't haven't been the way it was, because it did end up being the best way that could happen for me, you know. So, um, oh, I've, I see like uh, someone saying talk about you in X Games. I mean, that's kind of funny, dude. Mm. I would love to see like people like
0: you or like a mix of like uh, the seven of the best players we have in one of those X Games curse, man. It would be like a oh, team, yeah. like yeah, you try, Joe Johnson, like, uh, like very like very specific bladers, you know, you Niels Joe, um, maybe Derek Anderson, you know, like showing them like different like a uh, way of skating. It could be Yuto man, it could be pretty cool. And so Ichiro, yeah, sure. dude, it could be like amazing. But yes, yeah, sure. so for taking sure. back to the topic. Um, yeah, like of course, like there shouldn't be no remorse, but like also in the other hand, there are because. Of course, what you're saying, it's true. I mean, it has been like five, six years and you could have been done more, but like, yeah, look at you right now. You're like
1: influencing. But I, really, I really don't think, yeah, when you say it, like when I think about it deeply, I really don't think that if I kept skating and not going through the whole process that I did, I would like come back into skating and uh, like appreciate it the way I appreciate it and appreciate life in general the way I appreciate it, you know, and appreciate freedom and appreciate, you know, being clean from drugs and, you know, stuff that you can only understand after you go through that shit, you know? And and probably, probably maybe I would have kept using drugs and skating and something in between, kind of not here, not there, you know? Because when I came back, I came clean. I came like, okay, I took my break. I did what I had to do. Now I'm here for good. You know what I mean? So this is maybe something that probably should have been the way it was. So, yeah. No, that's
0: as well. Like, again, just like I was saying before, like, that's uh, those are pretty deep messages. And I'm pretty cool to to having this conversation with you, man. It's pretty, it's pretty cool.
1: I mean, people don't talk about it. Come on, let's let's speak the truth. You know, (laughs) like it's been, it's been, it's it's so fake. You know, for me, one thing is that I learned when I started seeing the big picture of what it means to be pro, what the industry, who is behind the industry. Because I know, I mean, I don't know everything, but I know a lot of stuff because I have interest in it. I ask questions. I want to know. I'm like this annoying pro. You know. This annoying pro who wants to know how many skates do you produce? How much are you gonna pay me? How much you made from it? How you know? I ask all of these questions. You don't keep it like, oh yeah, thank you guys. You you brought me a hundred euros. I'm gonna suck your dick forever. No fuck you. You probably made like a thousand euros. I want two hundred euros of it. You know what I mean? Like let's talk, or at least at least tell me the fucking numbers and and all the information that I can know. And one thing, yeah, I'm going different topic, but what I wanted to say in, in, in first was, what are we seeing? What are we seeing? We seeing the highlights. We seeing people drinking beers, smiling and doing tricks. But I mean, we don't see the pros when they are alone at home. Are they feeling good? Mm, are yeah. they depressed? Do they have money? You know, how they, are they dealing, you know what I mean? Are they dealing with life? Like, like, they have struggled with their girlfriend, You know what I mean? Maybe they they maybe they don't always feel good. Maybe they have, like, an addiction problem. Maybe they're drinking too much beers. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say any name, mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe they shouldn't be drunk from, from the morning till the evening. And they should fucking check what's going on with themselves. You know what I mean? And we don't talk about this stuff. We don't talk about depression. We don't talk about... Suicidal thoughts, we don't talk about struggling with relationships. We we don't talk about any of this shit. We only talk about like tricks, you know. And this is a certain way of communication. Rollerblading is a is a way of communication and and I get it and I appreciate it. And it's a cool way of communication, but I think we need to go deeper. And this is part of my, you know, this is part of my idea as a person in in my position. It's like, hey guys, look. Uh, you know, I have bad days. Sometimes I wake up and it's shit, you know? Sometimes I get to the spot and I can't do shit. Sometimes I scream the fuck out when I get can't get my tricks. Sometimes I'm frustrated. Sometimes I'm thinking this shit is not even fun. You know what I mean? So, like, and and I think a lot of people can relate to it because when, even, even me, I'm part of the problem sometimes because when I show my Insta clip, obviously there is... There is not much like, uh, yeah, time in the one minute to show all of the frustration that I felt sometimes, you know what I mean? But for sure, I think this is something that needs to be out there or at least talked about, you know, so people will know it's not always, it's not always pink flowers, you know, sometimes we eat shit for breakfast. And, and with people too. A pro is a person too. I'm nothing better than anyone else just because of my position. You know what I mean? Nothing better. No. I'm dealing with shit daily. I'm dealing with shit fucking daily. You know? And I want... Because, you know, sometimes even on my Facebook, I have some people that are unknown or something. I don't know who they are. You know? They're not in a... They're not in a position so I will know who they are. You know? And, and I see them posting stuff about struggling with daily stuff because they post it on their Facebook. They don't expect me, for example, to see it or reply to it or, you know what I mean? Because they think I'm in a certain position, but I feel related, bro. Like, you're depressed, bro. I'm depressed too, you know? I mean, not not right now, not today, but just in general, I have my days as well. So, you know, I reply and I comment on their stuff and I put like and I just like, and I wish it will be possible to show everybody in skating that you know it's we're dealing with this shit too you know I'm nothing like really no it's pretty yeah it's
0: awesome man it's really cool to see like how you are pretty like down to earth as like they uh, yeah, are used to say and like to see like uh I would say that like uh, for like somebody who's like in a way unknown watching like uh, people like somebody like you that have like the name up there and stuff like that being there like trying to show him like some love and stuff like that it could be like super helpful and super deep so man like thumbs up for what you're doing and like for
1: and for being yeah just like you were saying for being real you know i mean if i didn't have my skates and my style and my and my position then i would be just just another guy right so i'm still am just another guy you know what i mean so it's not it doesn't change anything and yeah i want i want to show it i'm still thinking how and why but you know i definitely have a project in my head when it will be more clear from my perspective at least that you know we're just people and there's nothing nothing like yeah because i just don't know this is something now i know a little bit about some people you know but for a long time they i saw these guys all the pros like some kind of figure out there in the sky, you know what I mean, so big, so serious, so so appreciated and untouchable, and when you get closer and you see and you're like, first thing you want to say is like, bro, you need therapy, not skating, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so like so it, from that. From that place, I want the people to see and know. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I think I was clear with what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it is definitely, definitely. So, do you think like?
0: Because I do think that, like, uh, for me, um, skating it's a way, and like for probably 90 uh, of of the bladers that, that we all know, are it's like a, a therapy. Do you think in the same way?
1: Oh, for sure. But, you know, it can easily become, like, let's put it this way. Skating is not a therapy. Therapy is therapy. Skating can help you and can help you evolve and can help you uh, grow and can give you a good structure in life and can give you... I mean, plenty, millions of different things, good feelings because you're doing sports and whatever, all of this shit, you know? But it's not therapy. And if you got issues, skating will not fix it. And if you got problems with your girl and you cannot fix it, going out to smash a handrail will not fix it. All the respect. So I don't know. Uh, for me, this is like part of my therapy and a very big and main part, but it's not. I, w- I wouldn't be clean today of drugs just because of skating. Period. Done. There is no way. I was clean, and then I got to skating, and it helped me stay clean. I'm saying. But
0: dude, that that's like just like you were saying. But that's pretty real, dude. I mean. I mean, like really, yeah. Thank you, thank you for saying that because I would imagine like it could be like a, something hard to to talk about, like especially in a platform like that. So,
1: nah, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, if you if you stay real, then it is what it is, you know. I mean, there is nothing, and I talk about it all the time. In not all the time, of course, but like. It's not something. It's not like a big secret for me. If you accept yourself and you know you you live with yourself and you put the things as they are, it will also help you to accept yourself because it is what it is. You know what I mean? Then
0: that's a that's a deep one, man. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, with with that being said, we already like uh, almost get like an hour of chat, man.
1: Easy. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah, I would like to. Hey, hey. So, brother, um, I really would like to to thank you for your time and for everything that you have shared here with us. Because, like, yeah. what you what you said it like, um, yeah, really, they repeat like deep thoughts. So, really, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us and like uh, for sharing this moment uh, with, with all of us. And sure. thank you. Thank you to all the people that I was here, connecting with us. To all the shout out to, they, they said to you, it's pretty cool to see that. So, Bobby, dude, thank you so thank much. You, thank Toda. you
1: shout out, shout out, shout out Toda is good, yeah. Shout out XCV, shout out Israel, shout out everybody who skates, shout out to all the kids, the crazy kids that I see out there, fucking amazing. We need kids guys, make sure I don't give fuck who you are. Make sure there's kids in your scene. You know, this is, this is the, this is life. You know, life is about the next generation. Always, you know, unless you're a kid, it's always about the next generation. So make sure you got them. Awesome. Bobby, talk to once again. Mazatov
0: and I hope to Good see night. you soon. Stay Good safe. Good night. Ciao, boss. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening the Blading Chats.